Welcome to Equipus Christchurch. Equipus Church is a whole lot of friends championing one another to go higher in Christ. For more details, check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch. I love what Pastor Sam alluded to last week in our, in our live stream where he talked about the, the wooden spoon. Now, if you're anything like me, man, I've had a great relationship uh, with the wooden spoon in my house. Um, and he talked about how the purpose of a wooden spoon was really uh, the ability of, of not transferring heat. But what, what it's, what's happened is that the wooden spoon in today's world has kind of really changed its purpose. So it's kind of got a confused identity. What's meant to kind of not transfer heat has been used to transfer heat, if you know what I'm saying. And we're not, we're not endorsing that at all. Uh, please use it for cooking. <laughs> One of the issues that we face when we put a bunch of people together is that we bring our bags and our extra bags and our overnight bags and our toilet bags with us. And so when we, when we get together, sometimes we feel like we can't expose what's in our bags. And so we're walking around within the house of God where you need to be free, we're like locked up. And so what I want to say this morning, there is a place for you here. There's a place for you to come and unpack pain, unpack grief, unpack disappointment. Come on, unpack fear, unpack unanswered prayers, unpack identity crisis, unpack abuse with the right people. How many know that when you start to air your dirty laundry, everybody sees it and everybody smells it? Every now and then, we have to deal with our dirty laundry. And so often, this day and age, because we have such a big platform on social media, people have taken it upon themselves to use it as a means of exposing the dirty laundry. How many know what you put on social media, the whole world sees? What amazes me is that in the person's ability to do that and, and show some form of honesty, the people reading it and the people commenting on it have their level of honesty as well. And you've just got to you know, read some of the tabloids and like we have some like keyboard warriors uh, who are in the privacy of their own homes chucking out stuff like, and like murdering these people with their words and going all out. And then, then there's, there's people who are like, who, who love reading these and scrolling and going, oh my gosh, I can't believe that person actually said that. But they were just saying what everyone else was thinking. But I want to suggest that's not the platform that we get to deal with our issues. I want us to use social media as a, as a place of celebration. Social media is meant to be a place where we celebrate 
the great things that are happening. I don't know if you're anything like me. I like to take pictures. Uh, one of food. Because I just, want, I just want to share the goodness. I mean, you don't get to taste it, but I do. So I'm really suffering for Jesus when I do that. Okay, so don't judge me. <laughs> but really, how many of you like, like taking photos, like selfies? And how many of you know, this, I know this for a fact, but you could take up to five to six to seven, eight photos of yourself. And then, oh, I don't like that one. Mm, no, I don't like that one. And so we, it's a selection process. Isn't it funny sometimes when we come to church, sometimes we put our best face forward. And it's important not to have the weight of the world on our faces. It's important that we are shining because the glory of God is in us. But let me say, even if you are not in that place, the truth of the word of God says that the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So you may be weak. You have, might not have strength. You make a decision to say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Just to remind us of what Pastor Sam talked about last week. So there was three points. He uses me to build his house. You are a minister. And you are a part of the family of God. You're part of the family. Because in the room, you're part of the family. This morning, I just wanted to jump quickly into the next uh, week of our series, continuing on our series. And today's about loving one another. Loving one another. This is not an easy topic. Because Jesus said it. And so that means if Jesus said it, we got to do it. So what Jesus says is a new commandment. So it means that he's not giving you a suggestion or an idea. Think about it. This is a commandment, which means you got to do it. So if you've got your Bibles, turn with me to John chapter 13. Quickly, let's read verses 34 and 35. Reading from the NIV, a new commandment, command I give you. Love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. A new commandment I give you. Every human being needs food, water, shelter, and clothing. Basic needs that we all must have, right? Can I suggest that the love of God is one of those must-haves for every Christian? I was with the, the young people. We were at a pool party on Friday at Jelly Park. And um, man, so proud of our young people. Because, um, like, here's the thing. You could tell that we were followers of Jesus. Like, actual so we were going to a city council organized pool party. I was the driver. Again, man, I keep driving you kids. 
<laughs> we turned up and there was just this buzz. Now we had other youth groups in the city who were not necessarily Christian. We had some of our family from other ex-churches present and you could just tell that there was something different about these guys, like the Christian youth groups who were there. They walked in and they were just setting the atmosphere of, of, of like, we were the most rowdy, they were the most rowdy ones in the pool. <laughs> I didn't swim, I was like, mm -mm. too cold, man. So here's the thing, Finn brought along this little tiny ball and so they were in the pool. Sim and I were standing on the side of the pool and we were just chucking the ball. And like, it's like chucking the ball to, dog, to a dog that was just like, oh my gosh. And they're all kind of like scrambling over each other. Everyone was watching what was going on. We were standing right above three lap swimming lanes. And so we were like, and all of a sudden, we heard this lady with a death stare. She looked at me, and I'm like, ah. She looked at me, and she said, if that ball comes into my lane, you can forget about it. And so I was like, is everything all right? <laughs> like the ball fell nowhere near her. But she was like. <laughs> and so <laughs> being the responsible adult, I said, let's reposition ourselves. Let's not, because the cheeky part of me was like, I'm gonna drop this ball here. I wanna see what's about to go down. Lady, I'm twice your size. And I'm thinking to myself, I was like, dear, I hope you are not a Christian. I really hope you are not a Christian because right now, we are on opposite sides. Like, I get you got to do your exercise. I get it. But to open up your mouth and say something is a different story. It just means you've invited this conversation that is about to go down. And I thank you, Holy Spirit. I was just like, I got to move. Seriously, this lady's getting on my nerve because she's like, and she's looking at us the whole time. And so we've changed. So now we're throwing it this way. She's like five lanes that way. And still like we're having fun, throwing the ball. And, and she's just like. And she, she just like. And then now. Simi, who carries my DNA, <laughs> Simi's like, chuck the ball there. I'm like, mm, that's not a good idea. He's like, chuck it. And, and at one point, our eyes met. 
And I was like, oh, oh lady. And then got distracted and we started throwing the ball again. I don't know, man. It's like, <laughs> I hope you're not in the room. <laughs> or in the parents' room. I hope you're not a guest here. If you are, I'm going to shout you a coffee. But I, like, it was like, oh my word. Here we are. We're released into the world. We come in with our happy faces. What do people encounter when they see you at work? What do people encounter when you're doing your lap swims at the pool? And there's a bunch of young people who are swimming and having fun. What comes out of your mouth? Another funny story, this weekend, and God like, just takes me through this. Uh, Saturday afternoon, typical, I'm just like, Shelly's doing some prep for kids' church and school for the next week. And I just thought, I'll just be a good husband. I'll just do some ironing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Brownie points. <laughs> so I'm just ironing. And Nick Minute, our neighbors across the fence... Like the dad, he's just like, man, nasty with his words. Like, like real, like. <laughs> so me being the big mouth that I am, I'm just like, and Shelly's like, oh, I don't really want to hear that because it's a warm day. I didn't want to put the aircon on. Doors wide open. Beep, 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 beep. Like, Serious. This and that and this and that. And then all of a sudden, I just found myself going, hey! <laughs> and then quiet. And then Nick Minutes, something else happened. He must have hit. It, he's by himself, but he's using words that I used to use when I was 16. But it was just this ugly tone and spirit and and so I'm just and he goes off again and I'm like hey in my house Shelly's like eh. <laughs> getting a twitch on and then I, and the Holy Spirit just said why don't you change the atmosphere so here I was doing the ironing no worship music I just started praying in tongues Instantly changed. Like for the last half an hour, I was ironing and he was beep, 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 like literally it was going. And I was like, how do I change this? I don't want to be confrontational and say, stop that. I don't have to hear, hear that. I just thought on my side of the fence, I'm just going to shabaka da babosia mama makesia bora baba babasia musanana and instantly I tell you to the praise of God he stopped and there was just this calm and there was just this tranquil I mean it's like peace peace filled the room and filled the two the boundary of where we were I was like and I didn't pray so that he could hear me praying. I prayed for me to be edified. 
I pray that God would change my mind, that God would change my heart. I pray that I wouldn't judge him for where he was at, but I would change my response. So often, because of the way I am brought, like I've been brought up, my makeup is I can't stand. Oh man, here's another story. So I went to Sparks in the Park, and I was with Sim, and we were walking. He was on a lime scooter, and we were walking, and I passed these two young guys, and again, it was just maybe it was World Swearing Day yesterday or something. <laughs> two young boys, like would have been about 13, 14, effing this, all that stuff, right? I passed them at the bridge by Billy, and then I just kind of like, oh, cool. So I changed my direction, and now the Avon River separated us. Walking not with them, but around them was a whole bunch of girls. And here they are. He's just like, like swearing at the top of, 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 of their lungs. And old grumpy granddad here walking on the other side. And, like, he just went off and, like, you know, <laughs> bang, 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 bang. And I just went, hey! <laughs> and they looked. And he goes, oh, sorry, boss. <laughs> and, and uh, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that to puff me up, man. I'm saying... How many of us actually let wrong things pass without saying a word? How many of us actually just let, let things lie? Come on, part of the, the signature of this house is we do not sweep, sweep anything under the carpet. We have to have conversations. We don't air it out. We are grown and we have conversations. That's how we show our love for one another. By having respect and the dignity to have conversations. It doesn't mean you're right, I'm wrong. It just means we've unpacked. And we get to see perspective. We get to see exactly where we're heading. Because if we don't converse, how many know everything's left hanging and you get to assume stuff? And so there were hundreds of other people walking next to us, and I was the big mouth that, I was just like, oh, what if these guys want to come and scrap me? <laughs> I was like, cool, I got some. <laughs> Couple of 14-year-old boys, come on, what you got? <laughs> Here's the thing, when we love one another, we actually glorify or we honor God when we love one another, when we show love toward one another, we actually glorify God. Jesus said, so that they would know that you are my disciples by the way you love one another. If you see something that's wrong, say something. If you belong to this house, say something. Not out of turn, but lead with Asking questions rather than making statements. That's for free. Is everything okay? Is there something I can do to pray for you right now? Because I can see you're struggling with stuff. Don't say, why are you angry? Why didn't you turn up to church? Why didn't you accept on planning center that you were serving? 
let's have the conversation. So it's great to have you here today. How can I serve you? We glorify God when we love one another. Do you know, um, just take like 10 seconds, look at yourself and see if you can name the brands that you are wearing right now. Okay, just, just kind of like, okay, you're wearing a brand right now. So right now you're a billboard for like all these companies. So check it out. And, and I want you to count how many things that you can remember of the brands that you're wearing. Oh, young people are going, oh, yes, I love this game. Okay, no one wins. Yep. Because here's the thing. You've bought the stuff that you bought or someone bought it for you because they know you like it and because you wear that brand. And there's certain shops that we would only shop at. I know someone in my house will remain nameless. One of my sons. Um... It's like we're sponsored by Huffa. It's cool. But it's like, he's bought that brand because he, he likes what it represents. I see a Huffa. <laughs> and because of the quality, so, you know, like, people purchase stuff because they like that it's going to last long. It's been handcrafted well. And someone has put the thought in, so it's not just some sweatshop somewhere making you some clothes. People choose certain brands for a certain reason. These, these multiple shows on Netflix of people who will only wear a certain brand because of what it represents. It gives them status. Do you know we represent God? We are a brand in God. And so, what are we representing? When people see us wearing God, what do they see? What do they feel? What is it that they will receive from you? Dare I say there are some cheap carbon copies. Like, you just got to go to like Southeast Asia or... Fiji, um, and there's just copies everywhere. Generally, right spelling. There's a little tweak in the, in the branding, but it's cheap. And so we buy it because it's cheap, because I want it to look like the real McCoy. Dare I say there's a whole bunch of Christians out there who've just settled for the cheap carbon copy and are not prepared to get the real deal. Remember I said a few months ago, it's like there are too many Christians who just like Christianity. A lot of people like Jesus because he represents good things. But how many know it shifts to a different level when you begin to share it? When you begin to share Jesus, it takes it on to the new level. So it's okay to like him for a time, but there's going to be a time when you're going to actually have to share him. The brand is the promise to the consumer of the handiwork of the manufacturer. You are the brand. You're wearing God. We have God in us in and through us. We are the signature of our maker 
that we have been authentically made. And so, so often we come against life, hurts, pain, and it starts to chip off from the original design. And so we begin to see ourselves through a like smoke and mirror. We're not seeing ourselves in the right reflection of what Jesus, of how Jesus sees us. And that's got to change. So when you love people, you're actually honoring God. Secondly, when we love one another, it is an unconditional action. You are choosing to love someone without any judgment. It's unconditional. You can't say I love you only when you do the dishes. I love you because you do the ironing. I love you because you said something else nice to me. Loving one another means loving unconditionally. It's reserving your judgment and letting God be God. We need to prioritize other people above our own needs. Like I said, it's a commandment. You must love one another. It's not an idea or suggestion. You know, when you love like Jesus, you look like Jesus. When you love like Jesus, you actually look like Jesus. Number three. Loving one another actually releases a supernatural response. Because what the person is expecting is a barrage of comments and judgment. Chuck that ball in this pool and see what happens. When you just choose to love, it actually releases God in that situation. We have to make the decision to love. We have to make the decision. Because the Bible says in 1 John is God is love. And where God is, he just removes the presence of fear. So when you wear love, you're wearing God. When you speak love, you're speaking God. When you act in love, you are acting in God. Loving one another, you don't have to like everybody. How many of that is like releasing? Like you don't have to like everybody. But here's what you got to do. You have to love them. You don't have to like what they wear, what brand they wear. You don't have to like how they do things, but you have to love them. You have to love them. Here's are some three, three promises that we experience when we love. Number one, we receive the peace of God. There's a peace that comes upon you that is unexplained when you love somebody because you're acting from God's love, you're not acting from your own space. Second thing is, 
Our prayers are answered. Because how many know when you are operating in Jesus, you are speaking on behalf or in the power of the Spirit and you're speaking in the heart of God. Your prayers get answered. Come on, the prayer of a righteous man availeth much. If you're loving, you're doing what God wants you to do, your prayers would get answered. So if your prayers haven't been answered, check out how much you love. How much loving have you been doing? Selfless love, Jesus love. You want your prayers answered? Forgive some people, love them. If you're not getting your healing, check out your love level. How are you loving? And number three, our sins are covered. It's like we go through our lives. It's like when you watch, say, if you missed the main live game, say, you know, last night's game, you miss it. But then this afternoon you could sit and you could watch the highlights reel. And what you don't see are all the, all the other stuff that happens. You just get the highlight reels. Here's the thing about our walk with Jesus. When you're walking with and in Jesus, God doesn't see all of the other stuff. God just kind of ignores that stuff. The stuff that you trip over. He doesn't see you as you come through that. He doesn't see you with that mark on you. He sees the highlight reels because when you love like Jesus, He sees you through the filter of His Son. Not as you are. He sees you through the filter of His Son. And if there's anything you need to hear today, it's that you are more like Jesus when you love. So want to be like Jesus? Love. Want to be like Jesus? Serve. I want us, equip us Christ Church. I don't want us to be known just for our music. I don't want to be known just for our friendliness. I don't want to be known just for our baking. I don't want to be known just because we pack in and pack out. I want us to be known because of the love of God. I want us to be known not because of what happens in this room, but what happens from Monday to Saturday. I want us to be known because we will represent the King of Kings, the King who loves us even before we could even love ourselves. You see, here's the thing. As we talk today, the enemy is wanting you to fail. Turn to your neighbor and say, the enemy wants you to fail. That's truth. All hell is listening in and going, I want him to fail this week. Demons are expecting you to be sitting in church asleep. You don't need to hear that. Ah, oh, you've heard that before. Stand to your feet. So in this walk that we're walking in, this walk of faith, there is opposition. And you will be contested. Your faith will be contested. But how many know that you are more than conquerors?
Okay, 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 okay. I'm not revving you up. I was like... Come on, how many know for far too long the church has been asleep? Yeah, but we're tired, man. I've been walking this road for 30 years. You got no idea what I've had to deal with, what demons I've had to fight. Come on, we make excuses. You don't know what people have done and that affects my view of church. The trouble is you are viewing the church through your own eyes. You need to view the church through Jesus, that it is redeemed, that's been paid a high price. Here's the thing, I don't need your praise. I am convinced that it is by the power of God that we will change the world. And so if you're together with me, come on, lift up a shout today. All of heaven beckons and longs that you would just shout the name of Jesus. That you would just say, Jesus, it is only through you that I can love like you. And so today, I choose to love like Jesus. I choose not to make any more excuses for my pain and my suffering and for how long I've walked. Today I choose, Jesus, your love is for me and I'm gonna share that this morning. And we know as we as we celebrate together, man, it's a struggle. I know that it's a struggle to love. But if I don't make the effort, I will still be in the same place. If I don't make the effort, Time and time again. If you don't think you've got good friends, either talk to them about it or change it. Many people just call their friends on Facebook because like, I don't even know you. I haven't spoken to you in a week. If you can name five people that you're close to, you're blessed. Five people that are in your world that you speak to every week, you're blessed. And if you don't, this room is filled with people that need to be added to their number. Come on, no more excuses. We are gonna love like Jesus. We're gonna show His love. The world is looking at you tomorrow. The world is looking at you to see what's in you. What have you got? We will live our lives on the front foot. You walk into work and the atmosphere is a bit cold. Change it. You walk into your home and it's just, you know something's in there. Change it. You're having problems with your relationships right now? Pray that God will make you see the solution. Come on, if you have issues right now, I pray in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit will give you the tools and the people around you to work it out. We're leaving no stone unturned. We're coming at you with love. 
We're coming at you with forgiveness. We're coming at you with peace. Come on, we're coming at you with freedom. We're coming at you with overflow. We're coming at you with everything that God has blessed us with to bless you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch.